Greetings, Steve Scaresbrook, and it's the second in the podcasts for both the audible side on your um, preferred podcast player. Um, the ones that I've looked at are the uh, Stitcher and also the Google podcast player. Um, but if you've got your own personal one, do a search on AT-CPD and you may find it or drop me a line and I will add it to that particular player. Also, um, I'm going to do this for um, the YouTube channel as well. So I will try and make sure that um, when I talk, it'll be sort of dual purpose um, for both the audible and the visual side. So today we're going to look at the ATCPD website and up and coming stuff and um, areas of interest. And then I'll finish off. We're looking at the way that the weather um, is a major factor in our detailing and something we should understand a little bit more than we probably do when we're looking at climate change. So um, we're on to the, the, the next version of the, um, of the site and you can find the um the cpd site um on skays.co.uk um which you can see down the bottom there um is my um site where all my um um slides are now stored and open for everybody to look at and this one is now up to date and also you can go on to the atcpd site and see the the listings that i'm going to talk about so first, let's go over to the ATD CBE site um, and just see what we've got in there. You'll see that we've got quite a bit looking up. The, um, coming up on November the 24th, um, we have um, the um, MBS. Now, that's pretty good. Um, the MBS is the specification systems, and they've got um, how changes to spec writing impacts manufacturers. Now, I've come up through quite a bit of my AT career through manufacturing, so this is relevant to me. And if anybody else is an AT who's come through that particular side of the industry, then it's worth noting. Uh, on the 25th, we've got CIAT in Wessex. Now, the CIAT region there have got their own um, CPD on high-performance roof waterproofing systems. Should be an interesting one. It's a lunchtime event, um, so uh, it should be good. Um, also on the 25th, we've got Deltec coming up. Um, now, that should be an interesting um um cpd um i can't make that one because i'm going to go and watch the wessex one but hey ho um it should be interesting now it's an it's an hour before the wessex one so we should just about have enough time to go and see it but i can't make it so let me know if it's any good please um and then also we've got the um the wessex one also on the um uh the 2nd of December. Now that's Quadrant Resolutions Limited uh, and it's claims for times and money. Now that's an interesting one coming up. Um, really, I'm going to get and make sure I attend that one. Um, I'm pleased that the Wessex region have got two coming up now. Um, perhaps they'll be doing more and they will let me know. Um, general lectures with no real data structure. There's a whole series of stuff down there that you really should be going and have a looking at. Now, I've just put two new ones up, called, a company called Copts, and they are really uh, drone people. Uh, I've watched both of these, and they're on YouTube. 
And so I put the links onto the YouTube channel. Really very, very good. Um, and also um, there's other stuff down here about um, various ones. That I, the one that I'm particularly interested in, and I watch almost all of them, is Cold Fusion. Um, the guy there is seriously good. And if you want to know general stuff, then have a look at it. Proctor Group um, have got an absolute stack of very, very good um, webinars on technical stuff to do with construction. Um, and also, if you have access to it, go look at the Khan Academy. And of course, uh, my own collection of um, presentations on YouTube player. Um, absolutely load up there. And I've put loads of links up there. The one that is quite interesting is the, the Notre Dame, the fire and the way that they are upgrading the building back to what it should be. Um, very, very good. So that's all there is to do on that particular side of it. Um, on the podcasts, I'm starting to add more information for podcasts. There's my Stitcher link now and you can pick it up on here and then add it to your own Stitcher account. I quite like Stitcher. It is very good. It's a great player. Um, but also, don't forget, there are others down there. And there you can see the introduction and the um, the show notes for this particular site. And I'll add that into the system um, as soon as I can after I've put this up and I've gone through it. So um, there's the, the CPD. Um, Go and have a look. It, it's it's available on two different mediums, and that is the, um, the audio and also on the YouTube channel through the playlist. And again, you can pick that up um, from the the site. Now, what we're going to do is also go and have a look at this, and that is the, the sort of second in the series of looking at the Earth's weather system. And what we're looking at today is wind, and um, it's. It's not what everybody understands. Um, and to understand how to detail and why we do some of the things we do as a structural item, i.e. adding straps to pitched roofs and to flat roofs, then we've got to understand what drives the air around the planet. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into this into a little bit of detail, and you can understand at the end of it, that there is a whole subject here that you really do need to um, to look at. Um, but first, I'm going to go into this site. Um, now, I found this some time ago, and it is a way of understanding how the um, the global weather system works. And I will go on to onto the site here, and and you can see from this that it is live. Now, I know this is live because I checked it with the, the Met Office forecasts, and you can see that there is a major um, low just to the northeast of England, up towards Iceland. And you can see the air circulating around that low. Now, you'll understand later on when I go in to say that a low will circulate down to the left and high circulate to the right. So at the moment, we've got a whole series of lows, which is um, air rising up out of the Earth's atmosphere upwards. But it circulates for, the, um, for a particular reason, which I'll go into, called the Coriolis effect. And that is now quite active up there. And you can see there is a front 
nicely poised to the outside of Ireland at the moment, pushing across into the north of England. So go and have a look at the Met Office and you'll see that to be the case. And this is a live site, so I can spin this earth around and we can look down into the middle of um, the, um, the Indian Ocean. And we can see down here, we've got these huge, great circulation systems going on. Not a fat lot looking around here at the moment. And if we go over to Australia and down there, you can see again in Antarctica area, huge, great high actually coming around here, spinning to the right. Um, but the one that is quite interesting is this one up here. Um, and that's a high coming in to the west, the east of Japan. Um, and that is also causing problems. And look at this one coming up here. Now, that's a serious storm coming in there. Look at the isobars or the thickness of the of the, the wind pattern there. It's That's serious stuff going on over there. So we've got a high feeding around and then coming in and feeding around to the left. So interesting site i'll put a link onto this onto the notes but also it'll be onto here with the global weather system that you've got up there so um weather and let's take it to the next level because what we need to look at is what we were talking about before about how the planet was formed why it was formed the tilt, the direction of the tilt, and in this particular case, the spin, um, and also the elliptical path. These seasons that we, we talked about are set. There's nothing we can do about it. It will be. We'll have four seasons. And so once you've got this into your head, we can start to look at the other things that we need to understand about how we get the weather and, and how the wind is driven. So what is, what drives the wind? And, and really it's about air in motion. It's produced by the uneven heating of the Earth's surface. Let's just stick to that one because it really is a matter of understanding that the various surfaces, their colors, their mass, their density, their type, and their reflectivity, um, have a major effect on the way that the wind is generated. So since the Earth's surface is made of various land and water formations, it absorbs the sun's radiation unevenly. Um, we also have the orbit and the Earth's tilt adding to that uneven equation. So as we go around, we get different sun patterns setting up because of the tilt. And so we need to look at how that is formed and why it is. Next thing we have to look at is the way that there are two major factors we need to specify in wind, and that's the speed and the direction. Often as not, you'll see it on a Beaufort scale, and they're usually in 1 to 12. 1, nothing. 12, you need to get out of the way. So have a look and follow the wiki site that I've listed on there. And you'll see the way that um, the Beaufort scale works. Um, so we need to understand what atmospheric pressure is. And, and, and this is the, 
This is getting into those lows and highs I talked about earlier on. But first, we need to understand what the atmospheric pressure is. And it is the, the pressure at the Earth's surface is a measure of the weight of air pressing down. The greater the mass of area above us, the higher the pressure we feel, and vice versa. The importance of this is that the air at the surface will want to move from high to low pressure, which is what I was showing when we're looking at that particular Earth's surface wind generation that I looked at, which is this one here. That is doing nothing more than looking at the way that pressures go from a high pressure through into a low pressure system. Um, so we need to understand that and understand the way that the Earth system works. Now, air pressure. So it doesn't just sort of happen. These systems work, and you'll see on the different charts that we look at when we watch the TV in the evening, and also on the Met Office charts, that they show these highs and lows coming in. And these are generated by the way that um, the Earth is absorbing heat. And they set up these highs and lows. And because of the Coriolis effect, they tend to turn in a particular direction. What I'm going to tell you here is for the northern hemisphere. So if I say a high generates to the right and a low to the left, it's the opposite when you go into the southern hemisphere. So the varying combination of direct sunlight and reflected light from various surfaces um, heat and cool the air, causing it to expand or contract. And so either less or dense or it becomes hot, um, um, more dense and, and sinks. So it's down to this rising and cooling of the air that starts the whole thing going. We need to understand this when we're talking about the way that um, the wind is generated. And it's purely down to the way that the Earth's surface actually picks up and looks at, um, they didn't look at it. It, it, it causes this wind to move because of the way that the sun is heating it up. So we need to understand that there are two basic winds that we look at, and that is the surface wind or the troposphere and the jet stream, which is this high level stuff at the stratosphere. And it's a second layer above the troposphere. So the lowest region, this troposphere, is about the 6 to 10 kilometres um, above the, the Earth's surface. It's the one that we tend to look at mostly. If you look at some of the, uh, the weather forecasts there, we'll talk about the effects of the jet stream, and it does have an effect on it. But for this particular um, presentation, I'm going to just look purely at the way that the surface wind or the troposphere is um, what we look at because it's the one that affects our construction. So um, what drives the wind being part the different pressures between highs and lows, the localized cells and where they are in relation to each other and the earth spin. So again, low pressure cells spin to the left, high pressure cells spin to the right. And these direct the Earth's currents of surface air in the stratosphere. Now you can see here I've got the same again charts. The top one is the really is a really good one, which shows the way that 
um, high um, pressure is air coming down into it and giving high pressure, but it spins in a particular direction. And then the low pressure, again, this is air coming out of the system, rising up, but again, spinning to the left. And here you can see the way that uh, meteorologists sit down and they start to work out which way the the um, uh, the the wind is being generated by these highs and lows. It's not difficult to understand when you start to look at it, and I love it when the the weather forecasters come on and start to explain where the highs and lows are and the fronts being set up and the way that the wind is now going to generate. And obviously, the closer these highs and lows are together, then it means that the speed or the squeezing of the air as it goes through is going to increase that speed of the air going through. And it really is important for us to understand this. The next thing we need to have to understand is this way that the Coriolis effect, and that's the spin of the planet, which is why I mentioned it in the first part, about why the spin of the planet is important. And this is what sets up what we call Hadley cells. And we show here that they are located at every 30 degrees. And generally, that's true but they are not fixed. They tend to wander around a little bit. But at every 30 degrees from the equator being at 0 degrees, North Africa being at 30 degrees, and for us, because I'm in the UK, um, at 60 degrees. And see, so there's a cell there. And these cells set up the way that the wind tends to form together with the Coriolis effect, which is an effect caused by the spin of the planet. So generally, at around 60 degrees, we expect the wind to come in from the east. And generally, that is what happens. Most of our weather for the UK and most of Europe comes in from the east. But as we know, this doesn't always work, and sometimes it goes against the grain and comes in from the west, which is when we have the, the so-called beast from the east coming in. And so what we need to understand is that generally we look at air coming in from the east because of the Coriolis effect. But generally, sometimes it happens the other way around and it starts to come in from the west. And so it goes against that grain. So we we need to understand this and when you look at the way that certain things are generated we need to understand this and look at the way that the wind patterns for your construction is going to be and again i've tried to show this and my phone's going i'll wait for that to finish i may even try and pick that out later on if i can and it's been answered so to pull all this together, we need to understand and look for on what causes the wind pressure and direction. Um, and also the way that this thing called the Coriolis effect is going to um, have an effect on the whole way that air is going to be generated in its entirety and the way that the, the direction is caused. Now, whatever I say about the, the Coriolis effect in the Northern Hemisphere, 
you can reverse that when we look at the southern hemisphere. There are two main ways of looking at this. Um, I tend to go on to a system called Metro Blue. Um, I used to have an account there when I was doing a lot more work. And I would pick up the what's called um, a windrose and put those onto my drawings as, as, a, um, as a JPEG to show the wind direction and intensity. And you can see that. And I find it's a great way of doing it. But the British standards also have um, their own chart and it shows the um, the winds and directions and pressures on an ordnance survey map, which is probably the best way of, of looking at it. And you can see there the various pressures that you'd expect to see in various areas across the UK. So um, that's really the wind in, in, in its entirety. Um, I would I would strongly recommend that you go through and look at the way that wind is generated. Go and look at some of the sites I'm going to list, particularly the Coriolis effect, and understand that. Also, go on to the site for the um, the wind generation and the live wind, which you'll see the link to that, and it, and it works very well. Um, there are other maps, live maps on there, looking at sun, um, the way that um, air pressure and cloud direction comes in, a major factor when you start to look at the um, the way that the sun heats the planet up. So um, next week, I'm going to look at um, rain and really have a look at the, the misunderstandings a lot of people have about rain and the different types of rain. Yes, there are different types of rain. And look at the effects on detailing and how we should um, choose materials to suit and that's a big one. So that's it, really. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope this has been of, of interest to you. Um, I will try and cut out the telephone. If I can't, then just bear with it. It doesn't last very long. Okay. Many thanks for all that. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers.